Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's up, everybody? Itachi266 here, back with another episode of Gamma Games. Welcome to the GZ Chop Shop, episode 12. So, this week, this week we got a, a, a nice little lineup for you guys. We, we, we went around, I sent my chefs out, my podcast team, I sent them out into the wild and told them, make us, that, make us a that's platter. That's a bad idea with me. Make us a platter. And and they, I mean, they, I could cook, but y'all want to know. They kind of brought some some stuff back, some stuff back, and then I threw it all in the pot. Yeah, I've and seen like bullet sponge cook. That's a fucking <laughs> terrifying thing, man. Exactly. So we had to come together. We had to come together, and it's we like took, we took the scraps. grilled cheese and with mayonnaise on it. That's it pretty like much, it pretty much. It better work. It that worked. sounds fat kid meal like a motherfucker. <laughs> you and ever see fucking bullet sponge? He is a meal. fat kid. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> So, what we're so trying to say is... This is part of my intervention again. <laughs> the inter- I was, mean, that hey, was, take it how you want, bro. That was a separate intervention. That's a separate intervention. But we can come back to that later. We can come back to that later. Uh, kick things off for this week. Um, Borderlands. For all of our Borderlands players, if you didn't realize... Uh, and, you're, one, you'd be a little bit late to the party, but they're having their 10-year anniversary right it's 10 years yes. so they're having ten a 10 years. year anniversary mm-hmm. so for pretty much the entire month of october they've been holding special events in borderlands 3 this past week was the boss or the i guess unique weapons to the bosses they had an increased drop chance um so if you like to farm bosses uh last week was actually the really best time to do it but this week fear not is a really good event with the rare spawn hunt. So what that means is pretty much all those rare kills, all those rare enemies that you stumble across and you're like, oh shit, I need to kill this guy. Uh, Pretty much they're guaranteed to spawn. Like them loot goblins and yeah. shit. Yeah, so if you are just loot crazy, like you're not hunting a specific gun, but you just want like to get your hands on everything, this is the week from pretty much, it starts the eighth, which and it goes through to the 15th so on you top will of that if need you're to get smart that. if you've already beat the game and you play it in mayhem mode you up your chances by ranging from 100 percent 300 percent and 500 percent increase yeah just get ready to the sweat rarity. just get ready to sweat if it's your first oh, time like in mayhem. 
Yes, but for all of you guys who are veteran Mayhem mode players already, it'll probably be a walk in the park for you guys. But uh, for everybody else, just prepare, be prepared to sweat. <laughs> They're gonna make you earn that loot. Um, that's another one of my interventions. <laughs> oh man, jeez, you know what? <laughs> poor, poor bullet. <laughs> bullet needs like thirteen interventions. Oh jeez, his life is just completely fucked up. <laughs> no wonder your mother doesn't love you. <laughs> Oh Jesus! Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh jeez, guys. First, okay, let's just a little bit off topic here. You gotta go if you aren't already. You gotta watch. You gotta come to the Twitch channel, Twitch.tv forward slash Hitachi two six six, and just watch some of the past streams, and then you'll see what we're talking about. Poor bullet. Don't don't do it. Poor bullet. <laughs> okay, so we're playing Red Dead Redemption online, and we have a posse. I mean, there's usually four of us online when, when Bullet decides to grace us with his presence. The thing is, he also likes to grace the bar <laughs> with his presence in the game. Uh, so when and we try to launch a mission... And in real life as well. <laughs> so when we try to launch a mission, we're like, where's Bullet? And then out of nowhere, you just hear counting. <laughs> One whiskey. <laughs> Two, Two whiskey. <laughs> the next thing you know, he ends up on eleven and, then, and passed out in a field. <laughs> and all you hear is eleven with uh uh a blacked out. Wait, are you guys talking about a game or we're talking about like, Red Dead Online? He oh, because I I I thought you were just talking about bullets. Talking about real life. Oh, bullets, bunch of general. Because <laughs> I I do have a good story about bullet sponge playing video games in real life. And drinking a little drink called Red Stag. Oh boy! Oh save, boy. Save, save it for the premium. Save it for the premium. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll save it for the premium. But uh -oh, uh, there you guys go. You need incentive, and you're like, hold on, wait, I want to know where this story If you need incentive, goes. you just need to hear this story because <laughs> Bullet Sponge. Xbox 360 and Kid Rock. That's and all you need to know about and, this. And UFC. <laughs> and UFC. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but that was uh, not my proudest moment, that's for sure. So, yeah, pretty much uh, we, we run interventions on Bullet when we finally catch up to whatever bar he's wandered into, <laughs> usually ending with dynamite, lassos, <laughs> the poor guy, Bolus, Bolus all, all, try to all climb other interventions. <laughs> A, a drunk bullet trying to climb a hill. He finally gets to the top just for me to send him right back down <laughs> with one well-placed bolus. But you know what, guys? You got to check those clips out. You got to check them out. If you aren't on the channel, follow the channel, join the Discord. All of these clips are posted. He wants you to watch them. I for sure want you to no, watch them. No, no. <laughs> you won't well, regret it. Well... My humility is for the best for, for the channel. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. The man has gone one whiskey to eleven whiskey pretty much every time we've gotten online together. I don't think I don't he's think I've ever had a drink in Red Dead Redemption just because I never wanted to like waste my money on it. I, I've uh -huh. got well, it's only about seven bucks at a time, so he burns through his buddy. You always have to. How much money you got? Uh, about thirty dollars. What? How? How are you only got $30? What are you doing? Spending it on whiskey. Spending it on whiskey. Uh, whiskey. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what he does. Whiskey every and time. bullet. 
that's all he ever spends his money on. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's actually completed a mission with us in a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, we like to run interventions uh, on him. But, no, he's... wow. <laughs> that sounded healthy. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So, Borderlands, guys, make sure you check out the events. There's still three weeks, I believe, left for events. Um, the last three are called Show Me the Iridium, Mayhem on Twitch, and Spooky Surprise, which is actually perfect, being that the last week will be Halloween. Um, and it's kind of cool because a, a lot of games have Halloween themes arise. Uh, and once again, touching on Red Dead, I finally saw what King Rufus was talking about. The eyes. The eyes. Mm -hmm. That wasn't cool. Because you gotta look for them, but they're there. They're, they're there. definitely there. They're did, there. Did, did, did you and they're on. And the, so, and I don't think it's a glitch because no. if it was a glitch, they would have taken them out today. Yeah. But I haven't. I haven't been on today. But uh, yeah, I haven't. I also haven't seen anything rumble in the uh, in the Red Dead community yet. Over. Oh, it was just a glitch or anything like that. So I think people are trying to figure out like exactly what's going to happen. It's kind of like. One of those, if you see it, good on you, but you just don't know when it's going to strike. So yeah, it's got but I, I like that. I like that feeling of it, you know, not knowing when it's going to strike. Or it could just be Rockstar fucking with us, which is also another thing that they like to do sometimes. That's a so, good method, okay. though. That's a really good method, because if you actually like look at them and and if some of them, I think, are smart because I had one. I looked at her. I like because when she fell down something just kind of told me to like oh let me check it out and i was just like let me see if this because not long after the last podcast when king rufus brought it up i i didn't see it so i was like oh, okay maybe it's not everywhere yet and then i just happened to like check on like one of the characters it was a female an ai you know she was in the wrong place wrong time gunfight broke just out like the one i ran over yeah yeah we'll go with that we'll go we'll go with that and i walked over to her and like her her skin didn't look the same it was a little grayish so i was like wait a minute and i looked at her eyes her eyes were wide open and green and you could kind of see like little pupil moving and the minute i zoomed in she closed them oh, not that's even not fucked up not even kidding. The exorcism of Emily Rose. As soon as I zoomed in, she closed them, and I was like, "Nope, nope, nope, I'm out, I'm out." So it's it's uh. It probably doesn't help every time me and you play together. I ended up shooting them in the face with a shotgun. Mm-hmm. You don't so do that. Then you can't see him. Yeah, because I, I was trying to find him, but he kept blowing everybody's heads off. So <laughs> I couldn't help it. I'm paranoid. Uh huh. <laughs> yep. They, we know who the first one is they're going after. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're absolutely right. Yeah, Bullet. Ever. Everybody's going to go after Bullet. Everybody's going to go after Bullet. But yes, these, these <laughs> Halloween events, they're going to be super amazing. So guys, make sure you are online in your favorite games to check them out. I'm pretty sure any game that has online con constantly is going to have something. So this is like the time of year where they lose their minds and do a lot of stuff. Uh... Back to one of our favorite obscure, not so obscure anymore because it comes out next month. Uh, Death Stranding. Now, here's the thing. 
Is anybody surprised that it was rated M for mature? No, not like, at all. Nope. Like, like after the the, f- the name of the game is Death Stranding. alone should like tell you that this hey, game not a kid's game. Yeah. Now, what is Death Stranding surprising though, for everyone is the level, I guess, of uh, graphic violence that is displayed. Um. Because they're talking contains intense violence, seriously unsettling scenes, and exposed buttockses. Well, (laughs) watch out for that. Those exposed buttockses. (laughs) Watch out for the Norman Reedus booty. But um, I think where it was like why it became such a big deal is because obviously, if you've watched any trailer of Death Stranding, you realize the main character is carrying around what appears to be uh, a baby almost at all times so people are like okay well in a gun you know gunfight situation what does that mean well they're not hiding the fact like you and the baby take damage and that's where it's kind of like kind of making people kind of like go oh they're shooting babies they're shooting baby but you know what it's a day kojima this is like <clears throat> he you know this is his realm of weirdness. Exactly. Knows no it's, his, it's his realm of weird. This is his baby. So is it very surprising that, you know, he's taking his playground and playing with it? Now, my question is, do you feel that that's going to turn people off from the game? Or would it actually draw mm. people in realizing that this almost has no limits? I'm interested. I mean, yeah. I feel I, like this game is going to go dark really fast. And I'm here for it. I mean, as far as we know, that 49-minute trailer, because he has just personally redefined the definition of trailer, <laughs> uh, could be, like, the first hour in what is suppo- probably going to be well over a 100-hour game, because, you know, what, 30? I think they said something like 30 hours of cutscene? I can't is remember. Serious? It's a lot of cutscene. It's a lot oh. of cutscene, but that's that's not very surprising if you played any like what Metal Gear Solid Four alone had a feature length amount of cutscenes. Metal Gear Solid Four had I hold on, let me look this up because now I'm curious. I because I, I know I, two there was a had <laughs> yeah one of the Metal Gear Solid had games ninety had, minutes of just straight cutscenes in the first half of the game. Yeah. And I, I think yeah, one of the like, games was like a full movie. Play, uh, Metal Gear Solid for the PlayStation was heavy on cutscenes for its time. You know, I mean, I don't think there was any other game at that time that was even doing a single five-minute cutscene, let along several, you know, cutscenes like during the game. And yeah, I, yeah. So, I guess maybe that isn't too surprising that they put that amount in there but i mean that's that's a lot of content for one game and one thing's for sure it's definitely gonna push the limits of the ps4 if that's the case you know and from everything i've seen it looks like it is pushing its limits pretty hard yeah and you you know uh especially with as long as it's been a project and that kind of can actually give segue into the very next topic perfectly kind of merge these two together uh everybody's kind of in the buzz about the ps5 so with you know it's i want to say yes because now it has its release date of what holiday 2020 right yeah 
Yes, they match it up to okay. And the here's with Project Scarlet of the Xbox. So everybody's already calling, you know, the, because they're like, oh, it's the PS4, so it's obviously the DualShock 5. I've read two different things. Some say Sony hasn't officially named their controller. People are just dubbing it the DualShock mm -hmm. 5. The only thing that they've confirmed are certain specs of the console itself and when it's slated to launch. So don't just assume that the DualShock will be called a DualShock or DualShock 5. They've just said that the system is a ps5 playstation can't con change their controller I'm yeah sorry. we all we all know it'll probably I mean, still they come did, out as the dual shock they did and ps3 their original controller was the six access wasn't the dual shock three yeah uh, um and original ps3 controller. yeah but everybody everybody was like you bloody communists and they had to switch <laughs> it back <laughs> you know and that's the thing it's like so well, here so should they have given in because i thought Personally, the six axis was good. I thought the six axis was good. I thought it was innovative. I think, I think it was the fear. It, it was like the mindset of it's broke, don't fix it. Sometimes yeah. gets abused. Yeah, it gets it, in the way. It of gets in the way. Of, shit. Yeah, it gets in the way of progress. And the the PlayStation had the means to do something great. And I think what got in their way was not just us as the consumers but also the developers because that meant more work on their end and i don't think they wanted to do that extra work of implementing motion detection in their games at a time when it wasn't popular and they were just thinking well where's the return on that that's extra work and we're only because as far as they're concerned we have to do this extra work to implement a feature that these guys aren't even going to use and still make the same amount of money I don't right. see the I don't see the benefit in that. So we're not going to implement uh, motion features in our game because there's no point. And then those that did it, they kind of were just like trying to capitalize on the fact that there's this new feature. Here's how we can sell our game, because a lot of the games that implemented were games that kind of flew under the radar that only hit the surface because of, you know on their thing it says six axis capability so people who were interested yeah. in it were like oh this game has six axis i can try it out it's the right. same it's the same thing as 3d like how many people remember and it's, it's how many people remember the playstation 3 is 3d tv com com compatible like there were some games on the uh, 360 and how and 3d many... tv lasted really like what two it's, years yeah yeah. Are you serious? There were games like yeah, I honestly did not know games. at all. Yeah, there's exactly. It flew under the radar. There's a lot of games on the PlayStation 3 that are 3D yeah. compatible because it was just easier to do that I, than I add think, six axis. I think 2K like 13 or 14 was 3D capable. Yeah. Really? They were yeah. even putting yeah. the NBA like 2K games in. Yeah, yeah. They, they they had it on the the 3D TV logo on the box, I remember. I don't so I don't remember this at all, but I also I like I also never had a 3D TV. But the thing that I like about the PlayStation controller, like as it is, is that it hasn't changed since basically since not, the first generation of PlayStation. Since the yeah, Dual Shock came out, like I've never had to worry like me as a guy who doesn't play a whole lot of PS4 just because. I have an Xbox, and that's what I decided to buy because I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, 
you know, like I had such good, like when, like my rationale at the time was the 360 was such a good system that I was like, oh, they're just going to, just going to keep on that trend. Hmm. Nope. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I like should have known as soon as they said that it wasn't going to be backwards compatible. Jump shit. Uh, that, mm. that I should have jumped. But I was like, I'm just going to ride it out. But And then I forgot to tell you guys this. I actually bricked my 360 the other day. No. Oh, shit. How the heck? Like red ring brick? Or oh. like brick bricked? Burned uh, it out. It's it's uh, I fucked it up because in this one I have a uh, cheap Chinese knockoff hard drive, and I accidentally clicked the update button. Ooh, yeah, there are updates that would yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> they detected that I mean, and were it's like, it's not a huge deal. Nope. I can get another three sixty for a hundred bucks anytime I want, but. They said yeah. negative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> you gonna pay that full price. Yeah. E- even if we don't make it anymore. <laughs> but Oh yeah, that's true. But yeah, like, and even with the even with the PS4, I mean they still have games that support 3D, but people took more to VR than the two things before it. Now this is where things get a little bit weird. Here's where things get funny and interesting. Everyone's probably hoping that, you know, don't change the uh, don't change the controller, don't change, you know, the dual shock. When the PS3 brought out the PS Move, which was pretty much like their first step into interactive games. Yeah. I think you could probably count on one hand how many people actually bought that. I. Well, it looked stupid. I'm sorry, but it just looked stupid. You got the big fucking balls on the end of the controller, like it's literally a Wii. So, well, it, that's the thing. It looked I think like that... a weird version of a Wii controller, except dumber. Like, I didn't mind the Wii because, like, they just held in your hand; and they were fine. But when you got like giant balls on top of your controller, like, what the fuck were those for? I feel like they did that because they couldn't do. They couldn't completely copy the Wii. The timing was just bad for PlayStation in general. The Wii came out right around the holiday season. Their stuff was already on the market. Think, okay, perfect, perfect example if you want to compare it to something that like right now. It's first come, first serve, and everybody will jump on that hype train right away from go. So the Wii came out, Nintendo's smart. They know when to release their stuff because once they do something everyone's like oh they've set the bar they've set the standard everyone's copied them so they could have been in development at the same time while playstation was still trying to figure out where they wanted to go with it or what they wanted to do with it the Wii was already done they were like all right we're done we put our stuff out so if the playstation it's like being that guy that thinks the project you've done in class is original and you make your volcano and it's all pretty and it's nice and you know it's medium sized and the guy comes in and his dad drives up in his suburban and pulls out a volcano that takes up like half the class and then you're just <laughs> a, a yeah. volcano that's fucking sitting in the bed of the truck exactly and it's got like right. real fire and stuff and then you're just like looks like actual mount vesuvius <laughs> like <laughs> how, how, yeah how, like a, what the fuck little dragon flying yeah. out of the inside of it it's like is that necessary like you caused the whole school to have a blackout just to power this thing but Hey, 
but that's what happens and that's what i think happened with with playstation because they got beat in delivery instead of delivering side by side where people could just go side by side comparison it became they waited what like two years yeah they yeah, waited but i also long. saw like did you get like by that by the time that playstation move came out i was over motion control games the, the phase the, i was just over it like, like i, I said, was like nintendo was smart they knew how yeah, long the like, fad would i last. was like oh the wii is here the wii is fun i've had fun with every pretty much the wii games that are fun and now i'm done and now i'm done yeah and i don't want to play just dance or <laughs> whatever the fuck else so, i don't yeah. even know what even came out on N- nintendo Nintendo is okay. Let me let me let me put it like this. And every other console tries to do it, but they don't do it as well. Nintendo has been doing it since since pretty much they probably were found. I want to say they've been doing it like since like at least the early '80s, late '70s, early '80s. They are they're snipers. They're looking way ahead when before they do stuff. They're scoping. While everybody else is pretty much infiltrate and they're going for what's right in front of them at that moment. And then when they get snuck, they try to change play. They try to switch up guns real quick. Where Nintendo, they just stay steady the whole way through. They change things. They know people are going to be disgruntled about it, but everybody will buy it. And they know well, I think this. That's, that's part of what makes Nintendo great is that they've always just stayed in their own lane. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. the Switch is what came out three years after the ps4 and the xbox one mm-hmm. something like that yeah. and it's not even like anywhere that. close to as powerful but, but you the know what concept behind it is but the concept amazing. behind it fucking is am- is is amazing but you know what sucks <laughs> though once again this is where i'm talking that they were smart they planned in the future before anybody thought about it you know the psp is stronger dude not the the ps vita is stronger in terms of tech and deliverance than the switch it's still more advanced than the switch yet nobody gave that the vita the love and all that it cares no nobody gave a shit about so nobody gave it was well all right it was a great hand brought up this conversation let's let's have it for real then the reason people didn't fuck with the vita is because of the fact playstation fucked up marketing the vita playstation's idea for marketing the vita was hey um we're gonna give you some obscure games but the main purpose of the vita is it's gonna be cross-play compatible with the ps4 yeah right yeah, the so remote play. japan got all these phenomenal fucking games for the vita they really did they really all did. these phenomenal fucking games because the, the vita sold well there right in oh japan? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. like very oh, yeah. it sold extremely well Everybody. A lot of people on the ship had a Vita almost. I was one of them. Crazy. I was very happy when I got. Yeah, I never had one. I had a I had a PSP, which I thought is. I still think is a great handheld. Like Sony makes underratedly good handhelds. (laughs) But the Vita is the reason why they won't go back to handhelds because of how it sold in the states. And now the store for it is literally just indie games because only indie developers are willing to still make stuff for it and <clears throat> they had some good games like Killzone Mercenary was probably the best handheld shooter I had ever played that I played to completion I usually right. avoided handheld shooters but that game was good 
It was good graphically. It was good in terms of response and control. The multiplayer was good. I loved that game, but it came too late. It came too late. The launch of everything else was like, like, like Bird said, we didn't get half the stuff Japan got. We didn't get their RPGs. We didn't get their fighters. We didn't get all the stuff that put the power of the, the, the true power of the Vita in our hands. So at least in our markets, it just kind of was like, yeah, and we're done. And then when they came out with the smaller versions, because, you know, everybody, everyone, they keep doing it. You make a big one, then you make a small one, then you make it big again. We know this. Be <laughs> the slim or whatever. Yeah. So they came up with that. It revived it like 5%. Kind of got people a little excited. Like, okay, maybe they're going to make more games. No. Hey, guys. New system. Same old games. Well... Yeah. Damn. Well, if if you're gonna do that, you need to put out new games. Like, and they put out like a handful that people like nobody didn't re- that they didn't give a shit about. Yeah. Um. So they they because they were stepping into a territory they were unfamiliar with. They put a lot of the weight, I want to say, on their name. They put a lot of hope on their brand, carrying it. They were thinking hey, people will put this as thinking as, hey, you could take your PS4 with you or your PS3 with you in your pocket. When one, the remote play between the PS3 and the Vita was terrible. Yeah, I heard it was horrible. It didn't reach its full potential until the PS4 came out. And by then, the Vita was already aged. In the technological world, it was already old. Yep. So it was already aged. The PS4 came out and then they perfected it. But by then, nobody cared. It was like, okay, I can remote play it, but you had to set it up, which in and of itself was a pain. Mm-hmm. And then you had to make sure that you let your PS4 be remotely connected, which meant, you know, it had to be able to be woken up. Then the problem you would have is... If you it lost sounds that, like a lot of work. It was. Because then it, if you lost connection, your PS4 is just on, <laughs> running, and you, you got to right. re- reestablish right. connection. Because, like, if, if you're, like a guy like me who plays their handheld mostly like while I'm commuting to work, like on the train, you know, right. like that's when I play. And it's hand- not like it came with, you know, or like if I'm like hanging out, yeah. but well, some of them did. Some of them did come out with, uh, I think three G. I don't think four G was out yet, but they did come with the, the, but they were so expensive. People were like, I might as well just buy a whole console. Um, where you could get a SIM card and like if you were like with your whatever phone provider, I think AT&T had a support for it. You could put the SIM card in and then you would have that consi- that constant cellular service. But like once it faded and they stopped supporting it, then you would just go, well, that money was wasted. So, you know, here comes the switch, a less powerful system in the palm of your hands. One, bigger. Two, less powerful. But three, Everybody loses their mind for it. And everyone's like, I need a Switch. I want a Switch. Nintendo, yeah. yay, Well, yay, they yay, also yay, yay. launched it with but, one of the best so games the of this Switch, decade. So I guess that also helped it a lot. Like I said, the Switch launched with a phenomenal lineup. Oh, it did. Because Mario, they knew what they were going to do. Odyssey. Look at their history and well, every that system. That came out like two months later, but uh, Breath of the Wild came out with it. On, not Odyssey, on Odyssey was a launch game. Was it? Because I, I bought the Switch at launch. Yeah, Odyssey. I bought Switch Odyssey's at launch, old. bro. 
I thought Odyssey wasn't a, a launch title. They had Because I thought it didn't Kart, launch the Mario They title. had... Well, Day yeah, one... they launched Mario Kart 8, which is... Yeah, the just a, which is a Wii U game, but um, but they knew nobody played the Wii U, and yeah, that, that's you screwed. Could, I could release I, I, anything I, as a new I game yeah. on the Switch, which they've done a lot of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and look how now people are receiving it. Like, oh, this game is great. Like, you know, it's a re-release of the previous console, right? What? You know, this <laughs> game is three years old, but nobody gives a shit. <laughs> and they know no. every console. Watch it with there's, a Zelda game. There's yep. slight. There's a slight difference between the Wii U and Mario. Well, the Wii U version versus fucking the Switch version. Yeah, there's a few minor differences, but. And that, well, the Mario Kart now gets updates, doesn't it? I think they still get some updates along the way. The character updates. I know Splatoon. The Splatoon characters weren't in the Wii U version. The Link wasn't in the Wii U. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they added the Breath of the Wild Link. Well, even regular Link wasn't in it originally. So they knew what they were doing because one, and they also re-released their Pokemon DX. That sold well on the Switch because the concept of a lot of their games, and this is where I say, yeah, the Wii U, if you really look at the way they do their consoles, if there was a dip, you can kind of see they were prepping for what their actual secret weapon was. The Wii U was like, a build-up to the Switch. If you just look at the the design of it and the idea they had behind it, it was like they were yeah, they, they were did, prepping. They you. also like they didn't do a good job at all of marketing the Wii U. And I think like, that was on purpose. No, I remember, I remember when the Wii U launched, and I drove by a GameStop on its release day. And I didn't even know it was releasing that day. I didn't even know it was coming out that month. Well, <laughs> the thing with the <laughs> Wii U, they wanted to, like, emphasize the dual screen, right? You could either play it on the TV or you could play it handheld. But you really couldn't play it handheld because you have to be close to that system range, right? Yeah. Which is where the Switch, why the Switch works, but the Wii U didn't, right? Because... All the switches is a portable Wii U with the removable controllers. Right. Yeah, it's slightly more powerful, right? Like I said, it was a prep what to what their like... real project was. <laughs> it was a t- we were test dummies. They just made you pay for it, I, and yeah, uh, they finally got their party dollars back, which I yeah. think is a, a big win for them. Yeah. I remember seeing a meme that's like, oh, the Wii U isn't selling so good. What should we do? And they just rip the controllers off the side and they're like, genius. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, if you look at the Wii U and you just look at the Switch, you're like, that's exactly what it is. It's like, huh, that's that's all they did. And then they just turn the dock into a hub and voila. It's like, oh, you weren't done with the Wii U. You just took away the whole solid console concept got it you went back to cartridges got it cool <laughs> so like i said they it's a long-term plan for them where it's a short-term plan for everybody else uh so with the ps5 coming out well one you know 2020 is going to be a big bustle season the problem is i'm worried about launch games because it seems like all the games people are caring about are coming out at the end of the PS4's life, life cycle. Yeah. So well, 
We know I don't think it's going to be the end of the PS4. I don't think it's going to be the end of the PS4 life cycle because look at the PS2, right? It was probably going to be one of the best or worst examples I could use at the moment because the PS2 launched in what? The year 2000 or year 2001? I want to say 2000. I want to... Their final game sold was 2011. Final game they created for the PS2 was in 2011. Their servers didn't finally go down till it was about a year or two ago, wasn't it? That's still pretty yeah, recent. like 2016, 2017. Now here's the PlayStation thing. PlayStation Two was uh, oh wait. So here's the thing. Are we March fourth, two thousand in Japan? October twenty sixth, two thousand Europe. November 24th, 2000, uh, United States. So when do the servers close yeah. down for each of those regions? Because I'm going to go on a, uh, a whim. Uh, 2013, of... it, they they finally shut down. For blanket across the world? Yeah. Okay, because so, I'm thinking... was 2000 to 2013. Uh... Yeah, because I'm thinking the, the, the Japanese market definitely was the flagship that carried the the ps2 just from their library alone their library alone. the last online server for ps2 was final fantasy 11 it had to be 11 march 31st 2016 holy shit yeah. that's crazy yeah place ps3 still has servers up yeah people still play it ps3 they might not Right, the and, and, games the, is and the Xbox 360 is the same way, because I think if well, anybody at EA was... ever shuts down those NCAA 2013 or yeah. uh, servers, there, there will be a lot of sad, sad pandas out there. It'll be a fucking riot! <laughs> oh, that I'll, riot is coming. I'll, I'll lead that charge. Oh, jeez. Well, no, because you can still download your. So it's like the game never died because. There are people out there that are still updating that game. They're still updating the rosters yep. for that game. Yep. Before, Before the 14, season, right? Before yeah. the season. Yeah. Every year. Yeah, but 14's also the final fucking right. one. But EA hasn't shut down the servers. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, there's, yeah, there's people. Whereas normally they shut them down the next season after, yeah. like, for a sports title, it's usually one, maybe two. Maybe you might get two years of online support for that game, but no, they're they're still going five years later. <laughs> so reading some of the specs here for the uh, the PS5, uh, it's very obvious who their target audience is because the very first one of the very first features they are highlighting on a lot of sites is the fact that it's going to come with its built-in camera. I'm trying to figure out where that camera sits if it's built in. Um. <laughs> Like, so, like in the, so it's in built the middle. In. It's of not it. like uh, like the connector, you know, something like that, where you got to put it on top of your TV. It, it or... says it's built in. Yeah, it says that the. Well, that's going to be awkward because like all camera. my systems are like hidden. Yeah, it's going to have a built-in camera. So it seems like you know what they're probably going for because a lot of the streamers they want that up close view. So a lot of them will probably have their console kind of like where I have mine. Like mine is sitting right in front of me because it's just convenient. And I guess a lot of people that take streaming seriously have their consoles close by. So they'll probably just have it like on the desk at iView 
and then maybe it's like an attachment or something that flips up and looks at them directly uh this is just my speculation but i guess i can kind of see where they're going because casual like casual streamers you can tell they always have the console sitting far away you can see their whole room they're just real relaxed they just kind of turned it on it was just kind of there where people that are you know i'll say semi-serious to serious their console's right in front of them they're at a desk they've got it like sitting right there so this is what they're they're targeting uh i can say i kind of i kind of like it and it's kind of cool that they're you know these markets are accepting the fact that hey people are making careers out of streaming this is a thing now this this is an actual career path people can forge for themselves because what the scarlet they have the same thing their camera's supposed to be built in too uh so it's it's really really cool that this is becoming accepted and that the the systems are trying to give you the tools necessary now my thing is what does that mean for the price because the camera by itself was at least forty dollars and the PS4, I, I got a feeling that what, we're going to be paying. I'm guessing probably five to six. We're going to easily be paying a thousand dollars, no matter what. For no, so you don't think, so I don't. Not, no, I, I don't think at launch they're going to be that much. I'm, I'm guessing I don't see the, it happening. I'm guessing the six to seven range somewhere in there. I'm going to say. Five, I see five, five to so, six. Yeah. They've been talking about that a lot lately. Because what was what was PS4's launch price? Four. 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 And Xbox was like five, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, Xbox and Xbox got a lot expensive. of shit for that, and, and they, they had to dropped drop it. it instantly. Right. Like within I, a couple months. I did months. not buy either one at launch. I waited, you know, I did. a couple of months. <laughs> of course you did. And I still have my at launch PS4, and it still works. I have two PS4s because my first one is garbage. Yeah, I got the the at launch one that I used all the way up until the Pro came out. It still works, still usable, and then I got my pro, so that's how I wound up with two because and I you know because I, I had to see this power and I did want to play VR and it was very much more compatible with the pro than it was with at launch PS4s. Well, I got I got my pro when I bought my uh, my UHD TV. That's yeah. it. You got it. So now I've now I've got mine my old one sitting in my room on my little fifty five inch TV to fall asleep watching Netflix too. Oh yeah. And then I got I bought my pro when I bought the smart TV and the switch. Mm. I yeah, the see TV... I don't have a television that like can really make a pro worth it for me right now. It so would I should... still look the same to you. Pretty much. It would because <laughs> the highest my TVs go is ten eighty P, so I can't even play anything I've... in four K. Yeah, I, I when I moved into this apartment, I bought a 65 inch uh, UHD TV. See, here's the thing. Here and here's the thing. And this is and you I, guys mark my words on this because if you pay attention, it's all it's all smart. It's it's literal smart marketing because the PS5 is going to come out, and right now everybody thinks I'll just go buy the system. You guys don't realize the master plan is yeah you can go buy the system except you are not going to get the full power of the system unless you get the new tv that comes out the exact same time as the system where yeah. the two markets are separate and you gotta get a sony tv for yeah. the sony and yeah. the sony surround sound system if you want the full power and i and i did it because one 
I only did it because our original TV started to just get old and not work. I didn't care at first. So then when we did get a new big screen, I said, screw it. We might as well get the Sony. And then all of a sudden, my PS4 just became 10 times better. It was like, I, I like, I was like, wait a minute. I was missing out on all these hidden features. I was like, I didn't even know that because I had a Sony TV, the TV remote could control my PlayStation entire. I didn't know that. <laughs> and like, you know, just turning on the PlayStation, turned on the TV and set and did every, it did a whole bunch of little things. I was just like, yeah, that's, so that's how mine is. <laughs> like I, my Xbox and my TV it turned on like three times and it like I'd turn it on to the, the input channel. My Xbox would turn off. Like, no, oh, it's supposed to turn on. It's supposed so to I turn on. So I go turn the TV on or turn my Xbox back on, then the TV shut off. Like, this is backwards. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you were having a, an issue and a whole bunch of conundrums. Uh, Fucking another one of my interventions. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so that could bring us to the next question with, you know, all these changes and things that they're bringing in and with streaming. And I, I think this is why. Uh, PlayStation is finally lowering the gate to this. I think they were just holding out because they wanted to wait till the new console. And as streaming grew, they realized, okay, we got to open our doors to this. One, because it's money. And two, it, you know, it'll draw attention to our merchandise. Uh, Crossplay. It seems like all the big gaming companies have finally opened their doors to the uh, to the crossplay. Uh, yeah concept um i know switch was like pretty much which surprised everybody that nintendo was like yeah we're okay with it and everyone's like what nintendo (laughs) doesn't play well with others yeah well with nintendo nintendo already knows they have a good market and they're like man fuck it i can do whatever the fuck i want no one's gonna step on nintendo's toes the issue has always been the difference between xbox and playstation now, people are sitting here saying, oh, PlayStation was a piece of shit for holding out with the PS4. I think but that was a smart move. What people fail to realize is that when the PS3 and the 360 were like two, three years old, PlayStation asked Xbox, hey, we could do crossplay. Everybody wants to do this, this, and this with you guys. We have people that want to play games with you so on and so forth and xbox was like no we don't trust your servers right mm-hmm. that's what the time the reason- playstation did have some pretty embarrassing moments with their servers but but so did <laughs> xbox well yeah, that's people- because that's so because it was a free that- service so we weren't guaranteed right. the security the only difference between the xbox server and the playstation server at the time was the fact free versus paid Right, Xbox gets hacked all the fucking time. The thing is, since it was such a high-paid service, though, you could keep it under wraps for the most part when Xbox Live goes down and boom, take care of it and push everything to the side. PlayStation couldn't do that because they were offering a free service, and if their shit got hacked, that firewall got breached one time, Everybody found out. It was a fucking mushroom effect. Mushroom I mean, cloud effect. Imagine trying to get people to work on something probably on their off time, overtime, 
and they probably don't get paid for it it's going to be a slow fix they're not going to rush they're like yo i'm pretty much doing this for pennies we're with xbox you know it's like hey these guys are getting paid for it they know they're going to get that pay they're going to get that server back up if they want to keep getting that pay and then yeah. eventually you know that yeah it sucked when all of them went to pay for online service and this is a conversation that could be an entire podcast in and of itself but does it suck that they all went paid <clears throat> yes does it feel like they just were trying to find other ways to you know milk money from gamers yes but at the same time it built necessary filters uh when playstation goes down they don't go down as long as they used right. to because now those people are getting paid they're more inclined to fix it faster two in the beginning in the beginning it did keep all the annoying kids off until they got hold of mommy and daddy's credit cards and then then it that just and went Fortnite. out the window and Fortnite. <laughs> but for the most part it was the grown kid it was the grown-ups playground we had yeah. a breath of fresh air we didn't have to deal with you know every 12 year old playing and someone playing rock music and people breathing in the mic like they got Darth Vader on asthma you're camping just, you're camping yeah. stop camping and so it and was then like you gotta ask hey are you a 12 year old boy or are you a girl and oh my <laughs> gosh because I don't want to insult you. I'm thirty. I'm thirty-eight years old. I don't know what you're talking about. It was so. It's so. All right, chill so out, Michael. <laughs> it's so. It was so. I'm a real boy. It was so bad, but you know, now that they 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 have these paid services, one can hope that the money is going to guarantee that when they do these cross plays, they all can at least come together because this is my only concern with cross play. Uh, I don't, if anything, I don't trust the quote unquote PC master race and their shenanigans. No, oh, PC shenanigans are top notch shenanigans because that, that hey, the hacks, aimbots. but they one hacks. Can you imagine going against a PC gamer that literally just sends a bug out to the server? Knowing console gamers can't do diddly about it. You just go into a match and then this these the team PC just wipes everyone out. Not only because they've got better response time. No, 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 no. Just because they made sure that you got lagged. Looks like I'm going to go buy a PC to play Apex. You know, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm like, what they're going to have to do is they're going to have to come together. They're going to have to have dedicated set servers and they have to work together on the security on this. That first of all, anybody who dares try to hack it, just make it so hard for them that they don't even find it worth their while because uh, mods is a very big thing on PCs. Hacks is obviously a very big thing on PCs. Then you got to combine that with the people that use aimbots. Uh, and I don't say, I'm not saying like scuff controllers, I, I won't say are uh, a cheat, but it's pretty much like an expensive mod. Right. It's just a really a $200 expensive mod. mod. It's a $200 mod. It's, it gives you a bill, you know, it gives you things that your normal controller and the game itself wouldn't give you like steady aim very minimal recoil so you've got all these factors that are going to be coming into this one pool together that is just a mosh pit of shit waiting to happen yeah 
It's it and and I get it. Open up the doors. I haven't done any games that have have well no, I take that back. I did Rocket League. Rocket League was safe because who the heck is gonna hack Rocket League? Nobody. And if you did, Not, it would be blatantly obvious. It would be so yeah. hard to say <laughs> that, you're that good. That game is crazy. It's so crazy. The, the 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 physics of the ball are so erratic that if for some reason you never miss or you score every single time, <laughs> people are gonna know. And they're gonna call you out on it instantly. So a game like Rocket League with crossplay, because I've played on both, uh, I've done it on console and I've done it on PC, and I've played with people from both parties, and I've never had a problem with it because just the game itself works. Shooters, never gonna, I probably won't be able to play <clears throat> multiplayer. Now, are you okay with crossplay between like Xbox and PS4? Like just any keeping PC kind of out there on their own? Yes I and no, be, and I will explain why. I think the cross between PlayStation and Xbox would be tolerable. I, depends on the game i feel it depends on the game right so say a shooter like call of duty i feel that's a terrible fucking idea for crossplay even though the new call of duty will have crossplay the reason being behind that, crossplay, i'm gonna murder all you motherfuckers well, do it then. Do it here's then. the problem though <laughs> playstation like say, has talk exclusives about it, be about for it. call of duty whereas xbox doesn't have those exclusives so now you have oh uh, you can't play favorites the, yeah now you have that issue where because of the fact these exclusives are exclusive for playstation and not for xbox you can't just combine them two together now someone might they, have an advantage now are they cosmetic exclusives are they map exclusives are they weapon exclusives are they anything that would enhance a person's performance in the game because well, if they're not that's any, the big question because like if they're not performance enhancing then I don't see a problem. If there's like Red Dead has had some PlayStation exclusives or they'll get certain things like a week early, like um, really shitty. Like I know in the early days of Red Dead Online, they added some like really shitty uh, racing game mode that. Uh, oh, the horse races. Yeah, the horse races, which That's are. A, yeah, the uh, oh, God, I never would touch the horse races. Just because. yeah. Well, that was a PlayStation <laughs> exclusive for a while. Like yeah. and nobody gave a fuck about that. Yeah, because you trip <laughs> on a pebble and you you go flying. <laughs> so as the meme that I sent. <laughs> you know, and and to me, a lot of that stuff was just like, oh, I guess we'll throw something out here to see if it sticks. You know. Yeah. But, and that's all it really is. It's just like, okay, yes, you guys have exclusivity to this, but it's just yeah. like. A, a long it's like a long-term beta it, at some point everybody gets the stuff um well i that think was like if the... you do like if it's just like exclusive skins that don't affect you in any way yeah that's cool just yeah just make sure that everybody has some exclusive skins so that way you can like rep your own brand you know if you I think want that's... a good uh idea about that the perfect game that all of them can look back to and it's kind of just been forgotten but they did it right they did it smart everyone may not like who have, who they have gotten but they all got somebody soul caliber too oh mm -hmm. yeah for sure like do it that way 
if you do it that they way, everybody though. Soul Calibur did it slick to where they got money from everybody to develop each. Well, yeah, because well, system to develop. Nintendo each had Zelda, right? Yeah, Nintendo got the better of that deal because uh, they got because they got Zelda put into Soul Calibur. Um, that daggone who head, had Darth that Vader? S- that I downward mean, sword. No, 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 that, no was, that was four. That was Soul Calibur four. That was four. Oh, uh, for two, it was Spawn, Link, Ahashi. Spawn, Ahachi. And of course, PlayStation kind of got the short end of the stick on that one because they got a character that they were already used to. Used to, like, yeah. like Spawn, like the Xbox community was kind of like, ah, but I'm like, but you guys got Spawn. Oh, yeah, that's, that's cool. Yeah, that's that was hey, amazing. Hachi, you literally gave us a character from a game that y'all just literally put out a couple months before this game. Yeah. So PlayStation got the re-skin. yeah PlayStation got the short end of the stick. I think Xbox got the next best, and then that's when Nintendo came out on top because they got Link in a fight. And game. Link was the only one of the three that fit. Yeah, it actually that worked. It actually truly fit. Yeah. So I was real happy that I had a GameCube at the time. I was like, oh yeah, I'm benefiting from this. Hell yeah. But I might have to pick that up. I have my GameCube sitting uh, right here, hooked up right now. I've been. Oh, playing yeah. some been Mario playing Kart some... Double Dash. Oh, I have, man. I have, I have Double Dash. Um, I feel like Double Dash was probably one of the better, best Mario Karts. Oh, for it sure. was ahead of it. It was it's my favorite. Ahead of its, it was also I think ahead of its time. And now yeah. you want to talk about a game that should be redone and released? Go like I feel the Switch would benefit greatly if they brought back some of their GameCube games on it. Switch on the Switch. Like they, I wholeheartedly ones. agree with this. Um, I mean, there's a there's a, a plethora of titles that I could just go through right here in my uh, in <laughs> my den. <laughs> He's looking at it like, hey, what you want? I got you covered. Well, well no, like just right now because I'm I'm looking at it. Uh, Metroid for GameCube was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, they keep pushing uh, back Metroid four, Prime Three though, or four, four whichever four. one it is. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's on my wish list, and it's been there Met- for a long time. WWE but the first Day Metroid, of Reckoning. This is the first Metroid Prime oh. game. I, what? Day of Reckoning. Day of Reckoning? WWE uh-huh. Day of Reckoning. Oh, I don't shit. have that. Thank you for that reminding me to pick that up. That is uh, a good but one. I know this one will never come out, uh, but it's still amazing. Uh Rogue Squadron 2, Rogue Leader. Yes! Uh, oh, shit. Launch title. Oh, yeah, that's yes. Yeah, yeah. That's that's an amazing game. Yeah. Uh, it came out for every system. Not if he but I'm just going to argue so that it's by far the best Tony Hawk game and still has an amazing community, and that's Tony Hawk's Underground. Yeah. Oh, uh, yes. One or two. Piece... Huh? One or two. I the first the one. First, the first Underground. I love but the first one. Actually, the modding community that, you know, the PC Master Race has actually created a Tony Hawk uh, Underground game called Thug Pro. Tony Hawk's Underground what? Pro. And they, oh, it's, go go on to the YouTubes after this or anytime and just look up uh, Thug Pro and they have modded the shit out of it to where, uh, you can play all the Tony Hawk games in Tony Hawk Underground 2's like service, and it's all in uh, beautiful HD. Everything looks fucking amazing, and there's a whole community out there that's still um, beating and playing these games. And there's a whole uh, 
speed running community of, of well, Tony Hawk's Underground too. That's you know pretty big. It's pretty. This makes you wonder if they come up with all these mods, what are the actual developers doing when they release these broken games? Uh, I don't before, know. I mean, before, uh, but I think that goes to tell you something of like how bad Activision dropped the ball on those games. If there's still a community out there for a game that got released 11 years ago, right? Okay. Before <laughs> before we before we leave the subject of Tony Hawk, I'm just gonna say I'm fucking very upset with uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Five. It's the worst fucking game of all time. I think I we actually so, talked about that on the podcast. I was, in the first I was of weeks, so fucking mad when I bought that game and realized it was shit. <laughs> I stopped. I was playing, so excited. I stopped playing Tony Hawk after Underground Two because I saw, I, I saw, the, I saw the black hole that yeah. was about to go into, and I, I kind of did, did the same thing with Need for Speed. I did like American oh, Wasteland. Though. So, oh, there's another great GameCube game, uh, Need for Speed Underground, Underground 2. Two. Yeah, Ooh. that's a fucking dope ass. Um, I, I, I can still hear that. Amazing soundtrack playing. <laughs> yeah, was for Spider Bait's uh, Spider Bait's version of Black Betty. Great soundtrack on that. Uh, they also had the Yin Yang Twins in there. It yeah, did. <laughs> I need to dig out my Underground was it, just to play it. Was it was Static X on that one, or was it the uh, was it on the first Need for Speed Underground? I can't. Remember. I thought it was on Most Wanted. Most I, Wanted had potential. It I had so most, much potential. I had Underground most One and Underground Two. I can, I can figure that out later if you hold on I just a second. I'm... I felt the most wanted was more so I feel here's where I feel most wanted was forced it was like here's the thing with the need for speeds and this is what kind of pushed me away from them whatever new feature they were implementing they were forcing it on you and they were dropping something else along the way <clears throat> because with underground 2 why everyone loved it so much the cars were yours man you had these oh, bomb 100%. soundtracks to drive but the cars were yours through entire customization. I mean, the customization was just so in depth. It was like your car. That that was you the, from beginning. The thing I like about their customization suite, like, because I still play Forza, uh, and the Forza Horizon series is is a is a good series of games. But the creation suite, I even think that like Underground 2's creation suite is better. Like there yeah, is I don't more. Think they've topped their their creations since. Uh, no. I mean, they've tried to go. They try to hit slowly go back to it, but they've never they never recaptured that that lightning in the bottle. That was like a one and done. And the only no. reason most wanted, like I said, you know, they were like with most wanted. I was like, oh, you know, okay, hey, cop chases. I was like, okay, that's a cool concept, but it was like you drifted away from the customization to enforce the cop chases yeah and and the cop chases was uh that was a recycled idea from need for speed hot pursuit on the mm -hmm. uh, ps1 yeah they it was just hey we got better graphics let's do it like if they stuck with the the core concept of what made me for speed underground one and two amazing games yeah well i think the thing fine. that made two better was the open world part of it yeah I, I say open world loosely. Mm, loosely. Uh, oh yeah, because it, it, it was for as much open world as you could do at the time. Yeah. I lo uh, I loved the most wanted when that came but out. But the and, but the creation suite was oh you could like, spend hours in there. You could go because you could spend hours in there, 
and like say like you know uh you me and bullet sponge all have the the game and we all had the uh mazda mx5 which is one of the starter cars in that game uh none of us would have the same looking car no no after after like a couple hours in the game yeah it would be completely customized exactly how we want it and it wasn't too difficult to do because like the forza community has a great customization like people that do amazing things but god damn it is hard to use like you have to be a skilled you have to be a skilled player and you have to put a lot of time into it we we used to spend a shit ton of credits in the forza 2 store by (laughs) buying paint paint jobs on cars that were unlocked so that way we could we so we could save the paint job from it and just go buy a car put the slap the paint job (laughs) on it fucking send it put it on the market Get a bunch of money, buy another car, do it again, and put it all back on the fucking market. <laughs> whatever, so I, whatever, got to do, got to make it I, work. We had some badass like Halo designs. We had the South Park one. Um, we had a bunch of like movie themed one. There's a badass Gears of War 350Z that we had. It was fucking. It was sick. Like people would spend all this time making these fucking designs, and here we are just fucking stealing their paint jobs and selling the cars. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> like, Bacon. You see that a lot in the Forza community. Somebody who obviously put a ton of time into everybody else benefiting, and then everybody else just stealing it and swapping it. We would make sure that we bought the ones that were unlocked, though. Good grief, that's terrible. <laughs> thanks, thanks for your hard make work. Make a quick buck. That's all you gotta do on somebody else's hard work. But hey, yes, I, do. I guess, I guess. <laughs> that's the thing a lot of people don't realize the gaming community can be a hustle and cutthroat i mean just look at counter-strike they have they had as far as i remember i don't know if they still had they had their own like auctions guys for skins skins they had auctions (laughs) and gambles for skins like me what well i think people have been hustling as as long as there has been online play in games people have been hustling I mean, how many people did you see? But it was limited to like Madden and basketball games. <laughs> oh yeah, Madden, Madden Ultimate Team. Yeah, it was. It was trying like, to sell their cards. Yeah, it was limited yeah, to well, Madden yeah. and sports or, games back in the day. Warcraft. Yeah. How much? All okay. The, so all the gold yeah. harvesters so, out there. So World of Warcraft and all Madden, the people getting level sixties or after Burning Crusade level seventies, like. And people were selling their their mains for hundreds of dollars at times. And we I had a roommate in college who sold two level seventies for like two hundred fifty dollars. Well, that's nothing. Haven't you seen like the most money spent on like a in-game house, like a, a video game house, was up in thousands? That's insane. Like Who the it, fuck it, it does was like, that? or was it a nightclub? I can't remember. It was either a house or a nightclub. What was it in? In like uh, Second old, Life or? It was. Oh, I think it was something like that. It was a. It's a an old MMO. They still have their servers live, I think. But it was either a nightclub or a house. Somebody sold it for like thousands of dollars. You can find it on YouTube. It's like the craziest amount of money spent on a video game. That's insane. Um, like, what was it? Somebody. I don't know. I never got into like Second Life. All I know about Second I think Life it was is Second the, Life. 
I think uh, it was Second Life. Is the like small piece in the office where Dwight is playing Second Life, and he's like, in Second Life, I am also Dwight Schrute. He's a paper salesman. He is exactly <laughs> like me, except he can fly. <laughs> wow. But yeah, people that got the money, and even people that don't, because there was a kid that spent like $1,000 on his parents' credit card in Fortnite for skins. I would whoop that kid's ass. I'm like, yo. Fortnite is the devil. Fort oh my gosh. I've still <laughs> never played around to Fortnite. Speaking of, and I just gotta get this off my chest, and, and Burn's gonna be like, I had a feeling probably. The thing I told you guys about, and this is this is where we're gonna end. I gotta end on my rant. The rock. Rabble, rabble, rabble. Not the rock as in the man himself. I'm talking about the rock stream. That made affiliate. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Bro, the guy who streamed his pet rock for First seven days people. straight and made affiliate. Yeah. And like all the people are like, oh, this is glorious. Why can't people take a joke? I'm like, one, if you think that it's just a joke, you're an idiot. I'm just going to say that joke. now. You're the joke. <laughs> You are the joke. All of you people liking it and praising it. And and then there was the the one, I won't name said streamer, but of course it's, it has to be a Twitch partner that was on their high horse saying, uh, for all of you, those that are thinking, you know, if a rock can make, hold on, actually, I can, I'm just going to read it right there. What she said was if a rock can make affiliate, why the fuck can't you? That just shows how lazy you are. Her last sentence. Yeah, it was like uh, basically the rock is more entertaining than you are. So I'm basically thinking to myself, okay, as a Twitch partner, you know, one, of course you're gonna, you know, you're already on your your high horse and you look, you think of looking at it, we're like, haha, you little peons. And then later she was like, well, somebody, because people are like, oh, got him, and she's like, well, somebody had to tell him, and I'll be that bitch. I'm like, first of all. The rock lose, doesn't start, have to stop. Yeah, start, start a new account, and you and the rock go neck and neck for seven days straight and see who comes out on top. Go one on one delete, with the great. Delete one. your entire, <laughs> delete your entire account. Start from the bottom. Go live when that pet rock goes live and see how well you do. I, I knew Rufus would like that one. <laughs> but it, it just really bugged me because oh, it was man. like because little streams like that to make affiliate is pretty much an automated system it's an automated system everybody knows that mm -hmm. partner is kind of like a personalized invite that you literally get invited to which is why some yeah. people don't get it that you are like okay you're sitting at like 10,000 people how are you not partner it's like okay we know twitch is probably being a little eh, a little bit picky what but because that's a personalized invite the thing with the affiliate and why i say making fun of it thinking it's just a joke and it was like oh this is hilarious this is you know this is gonna hurt because her jab was supposed to be at all the guys that blame quote-unquote booby streamers for stealing views and that that her comeback is well what's your excuse when this rock got more views than you and made affiliate and you couldn't I'm like, you don't realize you're also the butt of the joke yeah. as you're praising it. The joke is literally, I didn't have to do shit to get to this point and I can keep going. That's the butt of the joke. 
and the fact that everyone is like super excited about it, I'm like, and you guys are missing the second part of the joke. It's showing just how simple-minded people can be and get overly excited about the dumbest shit. What if I just stream my dog all day? Would you would probably cool? make affiliate. <laughs> all right, come here, Alan. My dog says yes. But that's the that's the thing. It's like it's an insult to all the people that put the effort, the time into creating actual substance, actual content, and they're getting swept under the rug by numbers because of dumb stuff like that, where this person's like, I don't have to do half the work and I'm going to prove it. Boom. And because even if it's, you know, because a lot of people are like, oh, well, maybe, you know, it was it was bots and, you know, whatever. Okay, but even if it is, all of you here praising it and you know making fun of it you're you're thinking that you are <clears throat> exempt from what the joke is but you're not whether you're a viewer or a streamer or just a tweeter you're still part of the joke that's why they posted it that's why they did it and it's just so infuriating because it's like you get <clears throat> all of these good streamers and, and like we were talking about last week with Twitch, you know, adjusting and, and letting affiliates get ad revenue. And, you know, I, I still strongly believe this is them subtly kicking the partners in the ass, like kind of yeah. like, hey, you guys aren't as, untou as untouchable as you thought you were anymore. The affiliates have a little bit more oomph, a little bit more power. We might not make as much, but we are getting the same perks. And let me tell you, I've been watching some of these affiliates and they have been killing it. They've been getting some crazy subs because I've gone on partners and they're like, you know, they got their sub goal. And it's like, you know, I want 100 and they're maybe sitting at 20. And I've gone to another affiliate who has like 300 followers and they're sitting at like 95 out of 100 subs. I'm like, OK, almost 50 percent of your followers are subscribers where this partner is still trying to get like maybe their 10%. So it's kind of like, you know, it, it, you guys got to start paying attention here. Like you sit on your high horse and you're thinking, ah, you know, this, 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 and this, but little, little pet rock over here <laughs> is literally shitting on you. And you're laughing about it thinking, ha ha ha. That's for you guys. No, that's, the joke is at you too. Just don't mm -hmm. see it. Daddy. But it's well, oh, hold on. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> yo, yo. Well, <laughs> and you know what? That is like that's like so adorable. Like guys, we'll probably have like the highest place just from that right there. Oh, for sure. <laughs> New but... title, Daddy. <laughs> But no, maybe I will just stream my dog all day. I mean, she's over here licking her butt right now. And... I'm telling oh, you, dude, somebody the, 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 the jar of peanut butter. I million don't know subscribers the, tomorrow. I don't know if the, <laughs> the guy who streamed The Rock is the same guy who streamed the peanut butter. <laughs> uh, but that was a thing, too. Somebody just know, streamed their peanut the, butter. The more and more that I, I watch Twitch, I've just realized how okay. weird of a community that it can be. Mm -hmm. Listen, I'm a father first. Don't even judge me. I mean, oh, I will judge. <laughs> I mean, that just they judge you, but that's that's not why. That's not why. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
yeah so i guess what my point is is guys before you laugh and you know think oh you know this is a, is a great meme you might want to look at the deeper hidden meaning behind the joke like a lot of people go oh you know you can't let that stuff you know bother you and you you gotta let it go but then that's sometimes it's just like saying here's a free pass keep doing it because then that's just gonna keep happening and then people are just gonna think well i can just do this and i don't have to do anything and that just because imagine imagine right now like you have a kid right and we say hey it's okay just to stream your pet rock on twitch and you can make money how are you going to instill a solid work ethic in your kid when they can literally go well this guy doesn't do anything he puts his toy on thing and on stream and makes thousands of dollars so why do i have to go to school and learn anything i can do that right. too what valid argument will you have against that when the facts are right there yeah the fact that there's one guy streaming a pet rock that, it, that's like or, or a jar of peanut butter but that's all that jar they're, but that's all they're going to think about because look at it right now if you really think about it that is already happening right now because look at all the kids that are like thinking that the reason fortnite took off is because one pretty much ninja to to me ninja is a first person first person shooter gamer over being a fortnite player because he actually started in halo I remember that. Whereas well, I think to... a lot of Fortnite success came from the fact that guys in the NBA were playing Fortnite like it was nobody's business. And, and I think that helped. And they ripped game. off a bunch of companies. But what? But also, and they ripped off a bunch of yeah. companies. But also, we're talking probably our generation for that. Yeah. Now, oh, I, that's for true. everyone in the category, realistically, that watches and plays Fortnite maybe maybe less than half of probably actual avid sports fans that would actually know what you guys are talking about in that category but for the most part when you say Fortnite they're going to relate it to Ninja or Tfue or Shroud and in their eyes all they have to do is sit there play Fortnite make money people come in and watch them because they've already reached that pinnacle of popularity that's all they have to do so that's in their head that's all i have to do i can be like that too it's kind of like when we were growing up for us it was sports and most of the time it's like oh i'm gonna grow up and be a basketball player or a football player and then our parents are trying to explain to us where that could go wrong and then Very you grow fast. up and you're five foot eight <laughs> <laughs> and yeah you're like you know or you and get you to the point height deprived Oh no. Yeah. Or you, you know, for me, it was like, oh, I'll probably just do track. And then you realize the reality of it. It's like, well, what if you break an ankle or, you know, then you're done. That's it. Or, you, gonna or do? you grow up to be fat and slow. So, you know. Or you grow up in South Dakota where you can't even outfit a full football team. <laughs> so you got to play nine man. <laughs> Shots or fired. you take too many hits to the ribs and realize, oh, you can't box no more. Oh, yeah. So. And it's a simple, con it's a concept because right now I'm pretty sure there's some parents out there like their kids want to grow up and be boxers and they go, well, you know, Floyd Mayweather, he doesn't need out of reach, so why do I? They're the exception, Listen. not the rule. 
Uh, I do know Floyd for a Mayweather. fact that Floyd Mayweather does know how to read. Are we? He sounds slow. Are we 110% sure on this? Yes. He just sounds like I could explain it to you offline, but yes. Okay. Was it recently <laughs> learned? No, no. Was I'm he a client? Sure he always has. I mean, he's stupid. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm saying he's the brightest. Okay, let me put it this way. So, so. But no, in, I no. He's of, a dumb motherfucker. In the sense of money, I know he knows how to read the checks. That I right. know. But he also makes horrible investments. I mean, well, he also you know, he's made know like well over. Cheap- 1.5 billion in his career and he's worth like less than half of that now because you know he spends like a fucking animal you know who else makes horrible investments uh oh Mike Tyson well other than bullet him. sponge no other than him <laughs> do you need an intervention buddy I know what's in your portfolio as, as I say Conor McGregor because he spends so much money to get a suit that says fuck you all over it when your opponent can't even read it Oh man! Oh god! Bang bang! I still, I still fucking remember that shit. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> and on that note, that was a uh, that was pretty much yeah. That was pretty much. But we have reached the end of the podcast, guys, for this. Have week. we really? Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, no. yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know. Uh, guys, check out the Twitch channel twitch.tv forward slash Hitachi266 if you want to help support the podcast you can also check out the Patreon page patreon.com forward slash Hitachi266 help support the podcast give us your input join the discord community you know whether you agree with stuff that we said disagree you know you're just like Hitachi you don't know what you're talking about I, let us he hears it from us all the time I know I hear it from them <laughs> all the time that's, that's why I have interventions with Bullet the look he just Mm -mm. gave me (laughs) but don't cry but guys 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 as always it has been a pleasure for all of you listeners love you guys and we will see you on the next podcast later toodles night everybody bye what's up everyone itachi266 here did you enjoy that podcast if so make sure you follow me on twitter at itachi2661 and instagram at itachi266ttv also think about becoming a patron and help support the channel at patreon.com slash itachi266 Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everyone? Project Itachi here. Did you enjoy the show? If so, think about supporting us on Patreon or ACAST for exclusive perks, content, and more. 
Also, visit our store at thegzshop.com. You can find all of our links on our website, osn-media.com. Until next time.